Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. Now, I know that I said the last episode is going to be like the last episode of 2021, but I lied. Haha. <laughs> Um, this is actually a continuation of the story and you are going to get two episodes on the 31st of December 2021. So this episode actually is a continuation of a story from uh, one of the gentlemen. Let's just call him Afif. Okay. So I met Afif um, in... Uh, when did I meet him? Huh? A few days ago, I think. About a week ago. A few days ago. So we had we had some food and then we, we, we had coffee afterwards to just sort of share his stories um, of anything supernatural. Um, I do not know whether Afif is one of those people who is, um, you know, hijab de tebuka or whatever. But it seems that he, he says that it's weird because he feels like he is the only one in his family who is able to feel, to sense... And unfortunately, to see this kind of things, you know, the last person that was able to do it was his late father. But he said his late father was a very brave man that on on those occasions where the the father would see these things, the father would shout at these things. Something like that, you know. Um, but he said that if there's one thing that I do not have for my father is his gang honest. So, um, but if there's something I, I inherited from him is his, is I think the ability to see these things or to be at the receiving end of these things much more than anyone else, um, probably walking on the street. So he did a banyak share with me a lot of stories, but I want to share with you these two stories that I felt was quite chilling and quite scary to be honest. Um, this was his time when he was doing his, um, national service, um, in Tekong, Castrol Company, remember? the very famous Kestrel slash Gryphon company. And also the time when he went to Langkawi with his younger sister on holiday. All right. Um, I think let's start with the Langkawi story first because the Langkawi story is a bit short, but it's quite, um, yeah, scary. Okay. So he said that in 2019, all right, he went to Langkawi with his younger sister and a couple of friends. So there were six of them. So they, put, they booked this place. This place is called... Royal Chenang Resort. Okay, dekat Langkawi. Right? Royal Chenang Resort. He said that, that the resort is very nice, obviously. Um, and they went there for four days, three nights. Okay? So, the first night, nothing happened. Second night, nothing happened. Third night was the one that got something happened. Ah. Um, on the first day of reaching Langkawi, adik dia, adik perempuan dia, told him that, eh, aku datang kotor. So she had menses and all that, which was quite a, a dampening sort of news to have when you're in Langkawi because, of course, when you have your menses, there's always the worry about, you know, leakage and all that. And you cannot sort of do a lot of things in Langkawi. So they had planned this whole entire um, holiday to be like one of those very outdoorsy, like macam a lot of beach punya stuff, you know, a lot of macam go to the jungle to do trekking or to do like whatever exercises that there is and, and whatever, you know, um, things of interest lah, you know. And but the, the sister did say, okay, takpelah, it's okay lah, I'm just going to grit through it and then I'm just going to go through this whole experience and this whole holiday because we've already, we're already here, kan? Dah tak boleh buat apa-apa, kan? Um, so the first day they did some beach walk, whatever, whatever, whatever. And after that, the second day they, um, 
they went somewhere I forgot I don't remember but the third day the third day the second last day lah basically they went to the, the uh, to this forest to this jungle um, forest or jungle let's just say forest lah yeah so it's one of those macam forest punya activity things where there's You you do stuff there lah. I don't I do not know what they particularly do. I didn't ask. I didn't probe further. Um, but he did say that it was a bad decision for my sister to go into the jungle. Lagi aku cakap jungle instead of forest. Um, okay, let's just say for a uh, jungle lah. To go into the jungle. Um, with her menses. I mean, having her menses and all that because she brought back something from the jungle. That day. They went to the attraction area around 2pm. So after everything is done around 4pm, they went back to the hotel, right to the resort, the Royal Chenang Res- uh, Resort. Semua orang mandi, except for the sister. He said, why do you want to bathe? Or why don't you want to bathe? She said, tak tahu aku macam penat. Let me just rest first. So they said that they all took a nap in the afternoon before heading out to the night market. So this is the last night before they went back home to Singapore the next day. So then the night market... um. Is going to be around the area, but they are going to leave the hotel at six thirty. So they they reach the hotel around like five o'clock. So they say, "I have one and a half hours." Some of them decided to take a short nap, but all of them showered lah, including him. And then he said that the moment she left the hotel, ah, uh, sorry, the 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 forest, um, slash jungle, because they orang book a seven seater car, right? And he said that my sister wasn't herself already. She was very quiet because she's very chatty, and she's like, "Macam, dapat cakap cuci orang macam like becu am orang dia." But she said, "Ah, uh, he said that she became very quiet, and she was just like looking out of the um window and all that." So they thought, "Okay lah, mungkin dapat nak maybe it's been a whole day of just doing activities in uh, this jungle slash forest." So they went back, all right, and she immediately went to the room because he said that. There were three girls and three boys, right? One of the boy and the girl is a couple, so they had their own room. Afif and uh, his friend was in another another room, and his female friend and the younger sister was in another room. So the two girls in the the other room lah. So she just went to the room. She didn't shower. She just slept on the bed. That's it. Didn't want to do anything. Done. Nam stenga. They say, "Hey, are you following us to the night market?" She said, "Okay, fine. I'll I'll follow you." Again, she's not being herself. She's been very quiet. Nobody said anything because everybody was like, "Lah, mungkin she's really genuinely tired from this whole whatever shit that she's been done, right?" But she kept on saying this thing when they were at this, and she said, and he said that this happened in the in the in the heat of this night market. Eh, night market ni ramai orang tau, ramai orang. She would walk halfway, and then she would say, "Eh, hey, siapa tu?" In English, it means, eh, who is that? So this Afi will be like, "Sapa apa?" And Afi will be like, "Po, what? Why is that pompan just standing there doing nothing?" And he's like, "Po, mana?" And then after that, she would point and she would go, "Tu, nothing. They didn't say anything." Come, come, repeat ah. Lat, lat half an hour again. She's still there. The 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 sister keeps saying, "She's there." She's there, she's there. Siapa tu, siapa tu, siapa tu. Dan macam budak bodoh lah, basically. So Afif got really upset and really angry with her. She said, can you just stop? There's no one there. Stop telling us that there's someone there. Okay, whatever. So dah kena, dah kena, dah kena uh, reprimanded, right? Dan diam. Bali hotel. Bali hotel, 
Terus jadi lembik tau She said He said that the, Adik dia tu lembik Just slumped on the On the bed She said Eh Engkau nak Panadol Do you want Panadol Whatever why, why you so weak I said I don't think I can pack my stuff Can you help me pack my stuff I said okay fine Whatever I'll, I'll help you pack your stuff They're supposed to go home The next day right So he went to the bed He went to the room To help her pack her stuff Everyone else Bought something from the um, Pasar Malam And they were eating outside In the living room Right Because it's like an apartment of sorts So they were all living uh, They were all living They were all sitting in the living room And then uh, The other four of them lah So he said Hey guys wait eh Aku masuk bilik Aku tolong adik aku Pack, pack, baju, pack baju untuk besok So they're like Okay fine So right now There's no one else In the room Except for him And the sister So the sister is lying down On the bed Sleeping Right And he went into the room He said I was Um I was sitting down in front of the vanity mirror. Okay? And the vanity mirror has got a chair. Right? And and the mirror and all. And, and, and that sort. So, he was just helping her to fold the clothes as like, like a good brother that he is. Because tomorrow I have to go back to Singapore and this 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 girl is just lying down. Don't know what to do. And tak mandi eh. Tak mandi since the time that she went back from the forest eh. Okay? Memang memang China ass lah. He didn't think much about it. He just folded. And that was when he said, Halfway through folding, I felt someone was sitting behind me. That feeling never went away. So I thought one of the friends actually came back. So he turned. And when he turned, you know what he saw? Then nampak kakak pakai baju kurung warna hijau. The hair is covering the face. Ah. So he turned back and he saw there's this lady In a white, uh, no, in a white, in a green baju kurung, just seated on the chair of by the vanity table, just looking down, and the hair just fell. And he said, "I do not know what happened, but my first instinct wasn't to scream, wasn't to shoo her away. But my first instinct was to let my, to was to ask my sister to mandi. <laughs> so I turned back, aku pekik adik aku, cakap, oi, kau pergi mandi sekarang." You go and mandi. So he really dragged her out of the bed to mandi. <laughs> mandi. Right. That's it. So the sister was like, ah, whatever. When they, so, so like, it was very, it was very fast. So when he turned back, the lady wasn't there anymore. Right. So he shouted at, at, at the sister to mandi. And he turned back. The lady in the green baju kurung is not there. Dia pergi angkut adik dia Pergi masuk dalam toilet Suruh mandi He forced her to mandi And he said I do not know why like, My sister is 25 years old At this point of time She's a fully Functional adult 25 years old And still Tak nak mandi I don't know whether So he said I do not know whether It's my sister Or it's someone else That's asking her not to mandi Okay Because my sister Is not like that Alright Okay Um, Cut the story short They went back to Singapore And the mum I did it the mom um, for, for a couple of days And then uh, Told the mother lah What was happening And all that So the mother said Oh rupanya ini kerja kurang lah So mak dia mengamuk lah Mak dia mengamuk And then after that They actually Went to uh, Meet this uh, One of their makcik Tapi makcik dia tak kosong lah So makcik macam urut-urut And then makcik dia membebel lah So sambil urut tu Membebel Like nagging at her Like ah Dah tahu Kotor Tetap pergi um, Forest ah Pergi-pergi hutan Dah gitu balik tak nak mandi Blablabla Kan dia ikut So apparently This lady According to the makci, this lady in this green baju kurung followed them back to Singapore. I don't know whether she paid for the flight ticket lah, but yeah, just followed 
this younger sister of Afif. Um, but they managed to get the thing up, lah. You know. Um, and there's a reason why she demand panas because that thing was was very angry at her for not listening to her and all that. Um, so that is the story from Langkawi, and then this next story that happened in Castrol. Okay, Castrol Company. So let's just say that Castrol Company is around bang, right? So in each bang, um, has got sixteen people. There's eight beds, right? One, two, three, four in one side. The other side is another four beds. So it's all bang. On the first day, right? On the first day, uh, of course, you all given your stuff to unpack and all that, right? So unpack and, and all that. So he said that at the end of day one, one of the person at the other section had to be out of course. Serta murta before him. So let's just say that he was in section 3, bit 1, right? Um, and this person was in section 2, bit 16. So when he's out of course, they had to bring everyone down. So then he had to go to section 2, right? So now he's section 2, bit 16, right? Um, he said that the boy just left. Um, he was being asked to leave because out of course was like the mampanas, and uh, not even like okay normally like the mampanas or whatever you go to the sick bay and you come back right. But he said I do not know why suddenly they just ask him to leave. All right, okay, tapa, because he's out of course. They all had to bring everyone down. So from section three, he had to go to section two, bed number sixteen. All right. So again, new, 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 new people and all that. He said that nothing happened so far. Whatever, whatever. Um, and I was enjoying my time in Castrol, lah. You know, um, my 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 body is very nice and all that. So he said, there's this series of incident that happened with the spectacle. Okay, now, um. During the time when they had to go for the outfield, which is the six days five nights, right? On the last night, they had to do the uh, they had to dig trench, right? Their own trench, right? And he said that he and his buddy, right, was sleeping, and then suddenly they woke up in the middle of the night, all right. That buddy of his, pakai cemata tau. Tapi cermin mata dia berkecah, eh? like macam pecah, like broke, like literally broke in half, and the lens is cracked on both sides, but it is being laid on this boy's face as if nothing happened. So the boy slept without the glasses, eh? Of course, right? So the glasses put at the side, tidur. In the middle of the night. The boy bangun. Someone had broken off his glasses into half, and cracked the screen, or rather the lens, and put it nicely on his face. So they said, "What the hell is happening?" Okay, whatever. Then why not? So he thought that was just one of its kind, lah. Maybe someone, maybe someone accidentally stepped on it, lah. You know, it's it's the, it's. NS, anyways, right? Everyone's wearing boot, right? But this person is fucked up enough to put it back on the face, lah. You know, kita okay, apa? Cue to him one week after that. So he said, "This is one week, eh? I'm left with um couple of weeks before we were due because I think during the time when kita pergi field camp tu dah nak habis dah, alright? So I sleep on the upper bank, uh, upper bank, lah. Ah, betul lah, upper bank. And when you turn to the side, 
you are on the same level as the top of this grobo, uh, right? Okay, this grobo. I have a habit of putting my glasses on top of the grobo, correct? Because every morning when I wake up, when I turn, it'll be the first thing that's in reach. I don't have a side table beside me because I'm on the upper bunk. So he said, I think he said two weeks after that, the same thing happened to him. So he woke up. So he said, I'm always one of the earliest to wake up in the bang lah because I'm an early riser. So then pukul 4.45, 5 o'clock, you talk bangun. Well, even though Reveille is 5.30, aku bangun. And I tried to take my glasses. And I realized that my glasses suffered the same state. Same thing. Glasses the pecah into, like like literally in, it's broken into half. And each lenses is cracked. But he said that my my um superiors or like my sergeants and my OC or whatever was very understanding that they actually had they actually gave me some time off to actually go back to mainland and do my glasses and all that um yeah so he said that that thing happened to him and so he thought like, okay eh how come Danny kena aku pun kena about this whole glasses thing and then he realised that that orang should you do it So first is 50 cents Should you do it And then 50 dollars And then makanan Hilang So literally It's like a This grobo It's like this grobo Of Narnia Like things go missing So because of the money Was was stolen right As he said If food was taken away It's fine Because We are all hungry here Never mind I can share my food It's effed up That they didn't ask my permission lah You know This grobo, by the way, is the only grobo of his that has got no lock. So he said, I've been asking them since day one to change the lock. Or rather, change the grobo. But he said, nanti, 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 nanti. Later, later, later. So eventually, all the way throughout my BMT, I have been sleeping with this grobo that has got no lock in it. So he says, that's the reason why I was very upset. I I was not that upset about the, the the food thing because maybe in my sleep people have taken my food it's fine but money that was the the tipping point so he went to his superior and he said someone has been stealing my money first was 50 cents now it's $50 and it's like I'm not rich so I do not know who's the one who's stealing it can you investigate so I think that, I think investigation was being done and after that he said okay which bed were you from So he said, I was from section, I'm section 2, bit 16 lah. Then, a couple of the older sergeants, so basically sergeants also ada macam, some sergeants like newer, some sergeants are like older from the older batch. So the older sergeant came, opened the grobo, okay, and just said, okay, are you okay if we check inside? And he said, yeah, I'm sure, you, 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 you can check inside. So the sergeant went inside, and then the sergeant looked at him and said, where's the talisman? And this Afif is like, huh? What talisman? It's like, where's the talisman? There's no talisman. What talisman talking about? When I went to the room, the bunk, the talisman is not there. It's an empty grobo. And that's when it made sense. And then it clicked. And then there's a reason. And then, then, then the sergeant said, oh, no wonder they took OOC. Like, out of course. Because apparently, you remember the first boy that, that, that I told you about? On the first day, they're gonna out of course because the man panas. He was the one who removed the talisman from the 
from that bank uh, from that from that grow book so i do not know what talisman is that for but he said that so now this thing is upset so just trying to make their presence known so kena dia kena ah but he said that nothing spiritual happen it's just macam benda-benda hilang ah which which was very frustrating and benda-benda yang macam will make me have to pay money like my specs you know like out of the whole time that it's there it's never been broken into half and now it's broken into half and i'm like who do i call i mean don't say ghostbusters but like you know so that was my time uh in in my teko and he said that the reason why he wanted to share with this story is because he was talking about this particular bang in castle that's got the four talisman on each side of the bed uh, of of the of the bang you know the empat penjuru ada talisman and he said that story just shook me and I wanted to come forward and share with you this story because this is what happened to me, you know. Um, and my bang mate lah, yang kesian lah, ada ada guy yang tidur dekat dalam trench tu, and dia punya trench mata kesian, babe. So he said the most freaky part about it was like, this thing, put back the the glasses nicely on his head when he's sleeping, on, the, on his face. So he woke up with that. Can, like, can you imagine if like, he opened his eyes and then there's like, shards of broken lens like i shudder to think what would happen to him it's a kesian kan um so yeah so that was the story of and he also shared like when he was in pasir laba camp uh the medical center punya sick bay he said there's something there so i always see this thing there and this thing will always play with the shower because he was a medic so after uh ns there he was be he was uh Posted to Pasir Laba lah, you know. Uh, Dean soon first to go for the medic course and then he was posted to Pasir Laba. That was his active camp. And dia cakap Pasir Laba punya medical house, medical center, there's two, tingkat dua, right? Dua, dua, dua tingkat. Dekat bawah, the sick bay where the aircon is, dekat dalam bilik tu, there's something inside there. He said, I don't know what is it, but it's black and it's tall and it's always playing with the shower. So he said, I do not know why I got this gift or this curse, but It seems like macam wherever I go, I always see these things, you know. And my mother doesn't have have it. My younger siblings doesn't have it. My elder siblings doesn't have it because he's he's the third in the family. But it's just me, and it all started after my father passed away. Um. So yeah. So that was the story I wanted to share with you, and uh, I hope you guys are entertained. And thank you so much for listening to Bahantu. So, <sighs> now I want to go Langkawi. So can I go Langkawi, guys? <laughs> All right, good night, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>